Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Welcome back to Inside Sources with Mara Carabello and Taylor Morgan. Uh, Substituting day for Boyd Matheson. So let's end with a little segment about the Supreme Court today. Um, Justice Sonia Sotomayor doesn't often see eye to eye when it comes to her judicial rulings with Justice Clarence Thomas. But during the recent forums that she was presenting in, she had nothing but praise to say for her colleagues. Um, So, you know, it begs the question. You see a tense time for the courts, right? They are coming out with some clearly high profile. Namely, the most um, is will they reverse Roe v. Wade? But uh, it's been a tense time and there's been increased scrutiny of Mm -hmm. the courts lately. And there's been increased scrutiny of Clarence Thomas, who has a wife who's very politically active. Sure. um, And has been a participant in the Trump administration. And during this forum, Sotomayor um, really had some great things to, to say. And so I think we're going to talk through the question of how can she stay friends and respect someone that she, she so strongly disagrees with. Hmm. Now, we disagree with each other sometimes. So uh, maybe yeah, I mean, we're friends. We like we're other. friends, yeah. right? We're, yeah, we're, we're friends. friends. And we disagree a lot. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I realize that uh, – I think you put up with me a lot. I make a lot of bad jokes on KSL at night, which our listeners can hear every Monday, Wednesday from 7 to 9. That's right, with Taylor and I. Quality dad humor, bringing it hot, right? <laughs> you do bring the dad humor in. That's good. It's, you're holding that down. So I, I love this segment because it speaks to um, really getting to know people and not just their views. So let's start with a cut from Justice Sotomayor praising Justice Clarence Thomas despite her disagreements with him. But I suspect I have probably disagreed with him more than with any other justice. That we have not joined each other's opinions more than anybody else. And yet, Justice Thomas is the one justice in the building that literally knows every employee's name, every one of them. And not only does he know their names, He remembers their families' names and histories. He's the first one who will go up to someone when you're walking with him and say, is your son okay? How's your daughter doing in college? He's the first one that when my stepfather died, sent me flowers in Florida. He is a man who cares deeply about the court as an institution about the people who work there, but about people. 
So that was Sotomayor, Justice Sotomayor, talking and describing, really humanizing Justice Clarence Thomas, who, again, she often, they have very, very different judicial philosophies. Right. Um, Justice Sotomayor explained how she's been able to be friends with Justice Thomas, even though they have conflicting philosophies. I love that. He has a different vision than I do about how to help people and about their responsibilities to help themselves, I've often said to people, Justice Thomas believes that every person can pull themselves up by their bootstraps. I believe that some people can't get to their bootstraps without help. They need someone to help them lift their foot up so they can reach those bootstraps. That's a very different philosophy of life. But I think we share a common understanding about people and kindness towards them. That's why I can be friends with him and still continue our daily battle (laughs) over our difference of opinions in cases. I love that so much, Mara. Mm -hmm. I look. Politics and the the battle of uh, let's if we boil it down to conservatism, you know, versus progress uh, liberalism, as uh, Justice Sotomayor explained, right? The, the bootstrap, right? Metaphor is what we commonly use, but the idea that you can fight for your values, right, for the philosophy that you believe in, right? The idea that you can fight for that uh, while still being friends and friendly and civil with those on the other side right is so important and that is really that that approach is what we need most right now in our country well i mean it was a setup that was fundamentally american in which our founding um forefathers and foremothers came together and said hey listen we're going to set up a system in which we're going to be somewhat Socratic. So if you if you loved the Socratic model, it was to throw out an idea and effectively critique it from all sides to improve its idea. But, um, you know, what she's bringing back into it is this shared notion of values and ethos and character and that it is separating the idea, bringing data, bringing critical thinking to it, and yet don't get personal about it. And we have in the last four or five years become so much more prone to being snarky, being personal and not actually debating the idea. Right. And I think that that's one of the things that sets apart the Supreme Court. At its best, the Supreme Court always focuses on the argument itself, not the personalities or the politics surrounding the argument. Right. And I think that that idea of civility, right, is so critical as an institution in the Supreme Court that uh, it, it it's so refreshing to hear Justice Sotomayor uh, explain it this way because on a pretty conservative court, right, mm-hmm. uh, she's in the minority mm-hmm. and she could be, you know, she could talk about her colleagues on the court, especially Justice Clarence Thomas in a very different way. Right. You know, I also love right now at this time of conflict, there's been a lot of stories and criticisms about is the Supreme Court falling apart? Is it going the way of politics? And I will say what I love about this is she is bringing back around um, this civility being a brand, if you will. We talked about branding in the last segment of the courts. And I have long been a fan of the Chief Justice Roberts, who really does want um, 
he 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 has been known to set an environment of collaboration and cooperation within the judicial system. So I think that's incredible. The other great thing. So let's finish with something Sotomayor said. Um, she said she had some great advice about fighting with uh, for what you believe in. None of us were born to be bystanders in life, to let things just happen to us. It's not acceptable to say that I'm a product of something that I can't control. Yes, you can. Your destiny is in your hands, in our hands, working together. And so for me, I do, look, there are days I get discouraged. There are moments where I am deeply, deeply disappointed. And yes, there have been moments where I've stopped and said, is this worth it anymore? And every time I do that, I lick my wounds for a while. Sometimes I cry. And then I say, okay, let's fight. <laughs> I love that. Okay, let's fight. Mara, do you know why you are my favorite co-host? <laughs> why? Uh, it's because I have a lot of respect for you. And yeah, but- I, I, you know more about any given issue probably than I do. Uh, and so... Even though I'm usually right, I'm still <laughs> eager to hear you out, right? Right. I mean, that's what I think it is. It's mutual respect leads to better ideas. I also think she sets aside. I mean, clearly one would have to say that if you've made it to the Supreme Court, you're a pretty smart person, right? Yes. yes. And yet you don't assume um, absolute, uh, you know, you're you're not omnipotent. And, and if you come into the space saying collectively we will be better off. And these are some, I mean, they're grappling with the hottest issues. One thing that's unique, I think it's incredible that the justices have a history of getting along because they're grappling with not the easy stuff. It's not the stuff around the edges. This is the hot stuff right now. And a lot of it is being politicized. I mean, we have had Democratic members of Congress come out and call for Justice Clarence Thomas to resign. Right. And for Justice Sotomayor to speak about him in this way, to really humanize him as she did, I I think is a breath of fresh air. Yeah, I also think it was needed in this time. We need some more bomb. So one of the things I would encourage, I love that we have this topic on the show today. I think we need to seek out these topics more, um, give them more highlights, let us hear directly from the justices or those seeking to have a critical argument about the best ideas and not just those who are name-calling their way to winning. Absolutely right. Well, it has been a blast today hosting Inside Sources today, filling in uh, for Boyd Matheson. This has been Taylor Morgan here with Mara Carabello. Uh, wonderful show, Mara. Thanks for uh, for being in the studio with me here today. It's been great. Uh, well, we look forward to speaking with you again soon. And uh, don't forget, Boyd Matheson will be back soon. KSL FM Midvale. KSL Salt Lake City. Listen on any smart speaker and in your car at 102.7 FM. KSL News Radio, Utah's all day companion for news. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America, but this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? 
follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.